What's up, guys? Welcome back to Burn This Ship, the podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to go all in and connects them with the professionals that can help them do it. Today, our guest is Ms. Leslie Hunter, the CEO of Resume Makeover, and she is going to talk to us a little bit about what she learned on how to effectively market yourself to your employers and all the other skills that you've learned with building your business. So thank you, Leslie, for coming on and talking with us. Thanks, Kelly. It's, it's great to be here. So I just want to go ahead and dive straight in into your interesting background. I've We talked previously, and I read your bio and looked at your LinkedIn and your website and stuff, and you've got a lot of background that's really cool. So tell us a little bit about it. Sure, sure. So in terms of my writing and resume background, I've been doing, uh, uh, well, writing <laughs> since I was even a, um, a kid, always from a young age, um, even at age 11, I had poetry published in a national um, book and was honored for poetry. So even on the creative side, I've always had writing in my skill set, you could say from a very young age. In terms of professionally, I've done writing for um, 10 plus years. It started out, interestingly enough, with being on this podcast um, in, in terms of shows. And I had also an online uh, internet TV show for a while. So I was able to implement my writing skills with uh, coming up with interview questions for hosts and things of the like. And then after that, I was kind of like, well, what what would I like to do other than entertainment that I really enjoy uh, for a career? And so I started looking at uh, different copywriting jobs and I stumbled upon a resume writing position, which I never thought about resume writing before and decided to dive in. Um, a little while after I heard back from the company, they put me through some tests and things like that. And then I started handling different clients. So I worked with another co- this company for a little less than a year. And I had people on my end that I knew personally saying, well, how can I hire you directly? And uh, that, kind of got my wheels turning and I saw the opportunity of what I could make uh, in terms of even financially having my own business. So about six years ago, I uh, applied for my LLC, I came up with my company name and uh, got my credential called a CPRW, which stands for Certified Professional Resume Writer Credential. And I started taking on clients. So that's kind of my you know, my path up to what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's super cool. I feel like that's backwards. I feel like most people would go into entertainment like after that kind of stuff. But you said, I want to switch it up and go into something a little bit more in the professional field. I, I did, but I, I still love entertainment. I still do some things on the on the side and still kind of dabble um, as entertainment uh, usually is. But I guess you could say my resume business is the stable thing. And then I also, you know, still partake in some entertainment opportunities. It's always fun. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's the fun side of it, right? Where, yeah. where are you guys at? So yes. So Resume Makeover is based in Miami. Uh, that's where I'm located. Uh, however, I have clients from all over. I mean, I've even had a, a client that was between the uh, France and the US that I dealt with. So as long as I have my computer, uh, my my phone and internet connection, you know, I'm able to to serve clients from all over the world. That's awesome. Have you always lived in Miami? I have not. So I'm born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri, and then uh, I've lived there for most of my life. 
And after that, lived in Chicago for a couple years, then Los Angeles, and then about a year and a half ago, I know I'm all over the place, <laughs> a year and a half ago, um, my husband and I moved to Miami, and I've also, you know, actually, I happen to speak two other languages, so I spent some time uh, abroad in France as well. That's so cool. You've lived in all the fun cities. Yeah, 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 exactly. I love it. But I went to Chicago for the first time and fell in love with it. My whole family's from LA. I actually just got back from there two weeks ago. Oh, great. So I, I love I both of those cities. And Miami's always fun. But I, I couldn't stay in Miami for more than like a weekend. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm like, yeah, most people come here to, you know, party and, and have fun. So it's a, it's a great it's a great place. So whenever you're ready to come back, let me know. <laughs> yeah, I will for sure. We can go go to lot live or something. Yeah. Go to yeah, eleven. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what how do you think that you were able to develop this skill of just really being able to market someone just through a piece of paper? Really? Yes, it's, you know, it, it, some things are uh, somewhat natural. There are learned attributes and really in any profession, we can all learn to do certain things right. But I've always, even when I, you know, had my uh, internet TV show, it's just natural for me to always want to boost people up and to highlight the positive aspects of them. That's one of the reasons why I thought copywriting and resume writing would be a good professional route for me, because I do have that ability to always, you know, kind of promote uh, and accentuate someone's best assets. So uh, in terms of learning that, I, I will be honest, for me, it just was natural. Um, uh, but there are certain techniques, of course, within resume writing that one can implement um, in terms of just marketing themselves effectively. And, you know, you can let me know if you have any specific questions on how, um, but there's through the written language, there's so many things that a person can do to, you know, accentuate highlights, even the, the uh, minor difference between seemingly minor difference between two words can make a world of difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's something that your school teachers would always stress, like, you have to build a good resume, blah, 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 like try to teach you how to do it, like kind of like a skeleton. But then I'm like, you could take this in so many different directions and it not turn out well. <laughs> That's 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 true. You know, it's 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 something that interestingly enough, and I'm glad that you, you probably have heard it, like you mentioned from maybe um, advisors in school. But other than other than when uh, you know I or or young people in high school are applying to colleges, you really didn't talk about at least when I was going to school um, these type of subjects. So a lot of people just don't know what I've seen with my clients, and my clients range anywhere from um high school students or or uh, college students that are graduating and going into entry-level positions to c-suite level executives that have been in their fields for 30 plus years so it's it's a broad range but even you know even the c-suite level executives that are super skilled in their area um sometimes just have no idea how to market themselves effectively. That's why they're coming to me, of course. But it is really interesting how, you know, I've taken some clients' resumes that are experts in their fields, but their resume was kind of like, womp, womp, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, just by their resume, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, even if I'm thinking it internally, no wonder why they're not getting callbacks. But from what I'm seeing on their resume, 
they're super qualified. And when I'm sifting through information, they're super qualified. But just the presentation alone, um, sometimes, a lot of times, deters hiring managers from calling the applicant back if it's not presented in a uh, clean and uh, very strong way to market the the client. Yeah. Do you find that it's... um... Did you kind of start with like the high school to college and then college to uh, entry position area and then grow to the executive level from there? Or have you just been able to kind of do it all like from the get go? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's interesting. So uh, I did start with certain areas, not necessarily all college, but you're right. Um, Most most college or entry level positions when I was first getting my feet wet, because those are less technical. But there were uh, certain industries that even if someone wasn't going into entry level that I was more comfortable with, for example, marketing, uh, uh, writing, and uh, even other copywriters that were looking for full time uh, positions in writing that weren't resume writers, and entertainment, of course, with some of my background. And I actually used to work for a few years for a state farm agency out of Chicago. So insurance and sales. So those areas, even if they weren't beginner, were more comfortable with me, sales, marketing, entertainment, copywriting. So I would, uh, along with entry, or excuse me, along with uh, college graduates, I would take on those types of orders. And then over time, especially with obtaining that uh, CPRW resume writing credential, that really kind of helped me to get my feet wet amongst other specialties and then kind of took on um, clients in new areas. And uh, even if it was uh, a little out of my comfort zone at first, of course, like anybody, once you get into the cycle of uh, doing something new and taking it on more often, I got more proficient in those areas. But you're, you're, that's a good question because yes, I was um, uh, more familiar with certain industries and more comfortable with starting at entry level positions or areas that I was more comfortable in first. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like that's just with every job. Yeah, exactly. You got to learn and <laughs> learn and grow. Yes. So what would you say to people that use the like type in your info into this online system and it just shoots you out a resume? Yeah. So my feedback, you know, I'm going to be have very strong uh, um, opinions and bias. Hey, throw it out there, because that's what a ton of people use. Like, I'm not in college anymore, but I know that's like a it's a huge thing. Yes, it is. You know, I had a friend even just speaking of Chicago, you know, I was there um, just a couple weeks ago. I think I mentioned to you and even one of my friends who was asking me what I thought about, uh, like, similar, one of the online platforms where, as you mentioned, you can put in your info and it shoots it back to you. I I have mixed reviews. I'm in general not a huge fan of those because a lot of times, A, they're not really personalizing. Sometimes they're so generic uh, that they're not, those type of formats aren't doing anything to really differentiate the client from someone else. Mm-hmm. Also, because of the individuals that aren't necessarily uh, well-versed in resume writing. You know, when you're typing something in, of course, whatever websites are trying to do the best job as they possibly can. But again, you know, when you don't have certain techniques in mind and things like that, it's kind of like a cookie cutter, uh, one fits all type of uh, format or resume. And those don't really get someone typically 
far in the long run. If you just need something and you're trying to get something out quick or if it's an entry level position and it still may not be useful, you know, I, I get if you're just trying to get something out the, the bat, but I would only really recommend those type of uh, systems as a starting point. Let's say that someone is approaching a professional resume writer and they don't have a resume and they maybe want to present something, you know, maybe inputting that information to get off to a professional before they revamp it to fully and effectively market the individual is fine. But I, overall, by March, um, I've not seen, you know, great, great outcomes from those types of systems. And also some of those systems also generate the uh, resume in a PDF format. A lot of times they won't even provide like a dot doc or dot doc X format where, some, where a person can edit it. So if you're getting mm -hmm. this kind of screenshot version of your resume from all the work, all the information you put in and you can't edit it, if you're trying to apply to different jobs, then you're kind of stuck with this unless you go through the process again. And as many times people need to make adjustments on their resume, tweak it to apply to different positions, that's almost, that's actually pretty inefficient because you're having to do all this work for, you know, a document that you can't even uh, edit later in time. Yeah, I feel like a resume is super important especially when going into like a big corporate job interview because you they're going to read your resume more than likely before they call you in for an interview and I know for oh, me yeah. I am way better in person than I am like over an email or even on the phone I just like seeing people and connecting with people face to face that's why I'm so glad that like face to face networking and stuff like that is back so we can go to those events because I just connect better with people and you get to know someone better when they're in person but if their resume doesn't stand out then they probably won't even get the interview 100% I mean that's what I see with most clients where you know, as I mentioned previously, they'll have all this great experience, but then their resume is, you know, for lack of better words, a little bit of a disaster. You know, <laughs> I say that kindly. And, you know, it's not, it's not, up, of course, you know, once we go through that process and change it, it's, it's great. But up until that point, you know, and, and in a way, it's actually better for them to, um, say, hey, I've been hitting a wall and not have a great resume, but have, wonderful experience versus sometimes having a presentable resume, but then not having the experience. So in a way, it's a it's a it's it's a manageable problem to have, because if the experience is, is there and the qualifications are there and it's just a matter of revamping the resume to, to have it look good and more marketable, that's that's easy. I mean, you can't you can't like instantaneously get 10 or 20 years of experience, but you can pretty quickly uh, turn around your resume and, and, you know, market it very strategically and effectively so you can get the job you want. Yeah, I agree. Um, so how is this opening your own business, developing resume makeover? How has that changed your life? Yes, I, it's, it's, well, first we all should love what we do, right? I mean, right. I genuinely love what I do. Um, I feel like not only am I using my writing skills and my marketing skills, which I've, you know, I've always enjoyed and it's always come more naturally to me. Also, I'm getting to really help individuals. A lot of individuals are going through changes in their life. Um, one of my clients, I was on another podcast recently and, and I was mentioning that one of my clients, um, had when he came to me, he had been laid off for two years. I mean, that's a oh, that's wow. a long time yeah. unless you're literally taking time off intentionally. And so as you can imagine, his self-esteem was just like 
you know, through the floor um, in the negative sense. And so, you know, a lot of times part of the, the job, at least for me being a more empathic person, it's not only uh, supplying the client a great resume, but also being a cheerleader in a way, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. a licensed therapist, but you know, there are times where throughout the process, you can just kind of feel, you know, um, the aggravation of maybe not getting a job in a while or big changes that may be stressful and just kind of giving a little pep here and there as we go along with the uh, questions that I ask them to help with their resume. So a lot of times for me, it's not just technical, it's about as you mentioned too, like making the connection with someone and um, really having them walk away from the experience feeling like better and more secure, um, even in themselves, you know, just with having a little more confidence that, you know, they, they will get the job, they will get a job. Uh, it's just about making the right moves, uh, not just resume wise, but in terms of confidence, presentation and things of that sort. So I get out of it. It's not only a great and steady, you know, income for myself financially, but therapeutically and even spiritually, you know, um, a good feeling with what I'm doing. I've had the opportunity as well. uh, And some of the cities that I lived, including Chicago with the Chicago Urban League, uh, LA with a nonprofit called 826 LA that helps kids uh, ages uh, like kindergarten, K through 12 with their writing and expository skills and other organizations and universities. I've had the opportunity to go both in person and online, especially with the pandemic, uh, leading resume workshops and just helping um, oftentimes kids, including in underprivileged communities with their skills, some uh, communities, especially in the Chicago Urban League, some families don't, you know, some of the kids haven't even seen their parents or anyone and families graduate sometimes not even from high school, but from college. Mm-hmm. So just going in and having uh, the opportunity to do some workshops with uh, black and Latin and other communities. Of course, I serve all clients. A lot right. of my clients are from different backgrounds, but in terms of those nonprofit efforts, you know, it's just a, it's a great feeling to, you know, help empower individuals, of course, kids from these communities, as well as I've done, you know, for-profit opportunities as well for um, individuals that are searching for work, some with universities. And there's a group out of um, New York called the Women's Media Group that I am uh, became a member of after I hosted um, a workshop They extended the membership to me. But these are very um, renowned people in their fields. But during the pandemic, they were having some troubles, as you can imagine. And so it was really great to come in and talk to these, you know, fabulous leaders in their industry that I admire so greatly, but that just needed some tools uh, to help them to be more successful going forward in their careers or job searching. Yeah, that is really great that you are able, because I wouldn't even think about that. But searching for a job is literally one of the most stressful things that you can do. It's so much stress. (laughs) It's like it affects it affects you for months until you're able to get the job. Yeah. So your resume is a huge part of that. So it's great that you're able to actually have that connection instead of just the computer. You're able to help them, you know, emotionally, mentally kind of ease their ease their stress a little bit to know that they have a really good resume to put out there to potentially get them the job that they want. You're so, yeah, absolutely. And you're right about it being stressful. I mean, it takes, you know, on average, 100 to 200 
applications to receive one job offer. So if you can imagine, you know, I always recommend the clients to send out 10 to 15 resumes per week and of course network, but mm-hmm. just, just a numbers game. I mean, uh, with again, having 100 to 200 applications before receiving a job offer and on average, it takes 10 to 15 applications to get one interview and another 10 to 15 interviews to get one job. So if you do the math, it's just, you know, it's just a numbers game. You have to keep plugging away. It's nothing personal. Those are just the stats across the board. But as you mentioned, you know, it, it can be stressful because of the time. And sometimes even if someone sends out 20 applications, they may not hear back immediately. And that can be discouraging, but it's typically not personal. Uh, mm-hmm. Even if you have a good resume, it's just so competitive out there. So it, it does take tenacity and, you know, keeping one's kind of spirits high, even if you have to do some mental self-talk. Right. So how do you see, um, where do you see your business going in the future? Do you want to keep it with you? Do you want to have employees? Do you want to just expand as much as you can? Or do you want to keep it more personal on your level? Yeah, that, that's a good question. I've thought about a lot about that lately. So it is expanding in terms of um, volume. Um, and I would, right now it's a, basically a one woman shop, you know, as I'm sure you probably gathered. Um, and although that's fine, it can be overwhelming at times. So, uh, and maybe this is helpful also for other potential entrepreneurs out there. Uh, I just started investing in a lead generation kind of company to help uh, me increase business as well. And so with that said, my business flow is already pretty decent without that. So as I'm starting that in the near future, I have uh, talked with another resume writer that I know, and I have a partnership with an association of resume writers to potentially either um, have someone to handle orders or bring on at least a contract worker. So I do see myself expanding in terms of employees, even if they're on a contract basis. Um, Yes. So that's, that's one way because I can, you know, it's as much as I I love running my own ship, as much as I, I'm, I, I like kind of having, you know, control over what I'm doing. And sometimes you don't have to deal with, uh, potential stresses of uh, having a staff at the same time, it can be stressful if you're getting right. overloads of, of orders. So I do, I do see myself in the near future and definitely down the line employing uh, more of a staff. Yeah. Well, that makes that sense. The limit, it it, I mean, it definitely can definitely sense. get overwhelming. Yeah. So how would you tell somebody to um, say they want to start their own company um, if they're not putting out resumes to these other corporations because they want to start their own, how would you tell them to kind of market themselves? Sure. I would, I'll give maybe two general things that I would um, give points or advice to someone that's starting on, the, on that aspect of marketing and such is to figure out what makes you unique, figure out um, within your field how you're different for me, myself, there are other resume writers that have the same credential. Of course, the CPRW credential was a start just because it gives more credibility, kind of like an accountant that has a CPA. So, of course, any type of uh, credentials, d- degrees, but if you're an entrepreneur and you don't need a specific degree, anything that will kind of up your skills, education, credentials for that credibility. Aside from that, um, just again, thinking about what makes you unique in your field. For me, 
I, having my background of doing on camera work, I incorporated uh, these videos called resume tip videos, where I do, my last one was um, like six or seven minutes, but the ones prior were about one to two minute videos where I was discussing, see me discussing different resume tips. So it was a way to, once I noticed, I incorporated that aspect of uh, a visual component in terms of on camera a presentation in that way, it like really boosted my business. People, people that have worked with me and recommend me know me to be a very proficient uh, resume writer, but I think people love visual components. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm sure you've, you know, also probably uh, discovered that too with this podcast that you've been doing. People love that. And so it really engages them more and they can put a face with whatever's going on. And so, you know, finding something that was for me, what kind of effectively um, differentiated me from other people in my field. There are other people that are doing, you know, YouTube and uh, videos of some sort and visual components for the resume business. But I find by and large, in my industry, there's less people doing that. Mm -hmm. And even if there are a lot of people that are uh, doing visual components in your industry, still do it, you know, find something that um, you can be engaging with to really set yourself apart and to bring people in Um, and having people to know you as well. I know that sometimes, especially on LinkedIn, we think, oh, it's got to be like all business. It's got to be all, hey, I did this presentation. Hey, I did that. I think by and large, LinkedIn is more used for that. But occasionally, I have a couple different talents. But one is that at a young age, I um, have trained in classical piano. So every once in a while, I'll sprinkle, sprinkle in a little piano video or something. And oh, even that's cool. Not, yeah, I'll have to send you some. Yeah. <laughs> like a big like nerd, especially when it comes to music and the arts. And stuff. My stepdad so, is as well. He is a very yeah. talented pianist. Oh, that's awesome. I'd love to see. Yeah. You guys can do a little <laughs> little Zoom collab video it oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome <laughs> i love that or a little what do you call it um oh no i'm forgetting the name of that oh tiktok like oh know, yeah like, playoff or something <laughs> that would be that would be awesome that'd be great but, but yeah, yeah that I does make you that, different like even even um incorporating things like that that are you know that aren't overly personal you know but that are still give a glimpse into you know, something different about yourself. I feel like it kind of breaks up the monotony, the the monotony, can't even talk to me, of, um, you know, business, 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 business. It's kind of like, oh, there's this other aspect that's really interesting. I mean, it's positive in terms of like music or, you know, something like that. Um, And it's just another way of people to feel like you're not just the resume writer, that they feel like they can also relate to you, both in what you do as a professional, but then also maybe other interesting parts of yourself. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you because you don't, you want to be that business professional for them, but they need to know that you're a person too. Like you're, yeah, they're relatable. They can talk to you. They don't have to feel like they're half, they have to be business professional 24 seven with you. Exactly. Exactly. It helps. That's why I even love like people's even business pages where I am like a dog fanatic. I love dogs. So Me too. when I, you know, sometimes businesses, though, though I saw um, another, uh, cause I used to work at state farm, as I mentioned, I saw someone, a state farm agent, uh, posting a picture of their dog, whatever their dog was named, they'll call him Scruffy. And they're like, Oh, Scruffy's look forward to seeing people in the office. And it's kind of like, it's business wise, you're still promoting their office, but it's also, 
like you mentioned, bringing that other elements where it's like, oh, you know, it must be dog friendly and I love dogs too. And mm-hmm. it's just that other, you know, element that um, brings people together. Yeah. Have you seen like the big, uh, like the, now it's just such a thing for a company like what was it? Burger King and like Wendy's and all of their like Twitter accounts. Like when somebody writes like a bad review or they make a joke or something like that, the main account will like comment something funny below it and it like blows up on Twitter. It's awesome. <laughs> I have to check that out. I yeah, <laughs> it's super funny. There's one specific TikTok that I saw that is not uh, a brand that's not necessarily supposed to be talked about on this show. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. We can cut it out sure. if need be. But it's Trojan. <laughs> the oh, Honda. <laughs> it funny. was so funny. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You have to look at those TikToks, though, because it's like just them going through like all of the different all of the different comments that they've made. And they're like, leave us alone, please. It's Friday, Greg. <laughs> stop. <laughs> stop tweeting at us. That's hilarious. It's that's great. Hilarious. But now that's like, great publicity. Go it gives you yeah. traction. Exactly. And it's a good way of like turning it around, like doing something positive and funny, even if it's like someone's not being so positive. Yeah. (laughs) Just making a little light situation out of it. Exactly. So if you weren't doing this, what do you think that you would be doing? Do you think you'd be staying in the entertainment industry or? That's a tough question. Um, I would say that's so tough because I, I, I really love what I do, but, um, you know, because I have different passions as well. Yes, if someone had to say you could never do resume or copywriting again, I would you know, probably do something in entertainment, either be a show host or um, maybe an actress, but something where probably a show host. Yeah, show host, I would say. All right. Well, hey, that's not a bad alternative. <laughs> yeah. So, Oprah, if you're watching this. <laughs> hey, Oprah. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> hey, let me take over. <laughs> right. Put me on. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> so tell our audience how they can get a hold of you. If they've got some crappy resumes and they need a little life switch up, tell them yeah, how to find if you. you. If you need my resume help, um, you can contact me at different ways. ResumeMakeover.com is my website, all spelled out as normal. Definitely shoot me an email um, at Leslie. L-E-S-L-E-Y, it's a little bit different, at ResumeMakeover.com. Maybe you guys can add the text later, but Leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y at ResumeMakeover.com. I'm also, I have a business page on Instagram, Resume.Makeover. And um, I would say those are the the main things. Also, find me on LinkedIn too. Um, Leslie Hunter is my full name because that's where I will post my resume along with on the Instagram and uh, Facebook business page. I'll also post on LinkedIn my, my resume tip videos and then other really useful information. But definitely reach out anytime. I love hearing from people, even if it's not about, you know, needing a resume, even if you're just like, hey, I love, you know, watching the show or what do you think? Or if you need me to do a quick look over, I'll definitely give you some um, my honest feedback about how your resume looks. Great. So tell us what has burning your ship done for you? Yes, it's provided me an outlet to get my voice out. That's always great. And to hopefully inspire um, or give some tips to entrepreneurs or anyone who's also in the job market and, and seeking some jobs. Just keep your spirits high. But I really appreciate you 
uh, Kelly for having me on the show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. I think your tips are definitely going to be useful for some people. And so if you guys have a crappy resume, I know that I did before I got this job and I don't need a resume for this. So <laughs> if you guys need any sort of help or you just want to listen to some great classical yeah. piano, then go follow Leslie, keep up with her and yeah, hit her up if you guys need any help. But thank you, Leslie, again for talking with us and hopefully we'll be in touch soon. Absolutely. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. It was great. You too. Bye.